Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Daughter, if these tales be true. The tales are true, mother, said Gudruda. Hearken to me, girl. Eric sprang from my womb, who of all living men is the best and first, as he is the bravest and most strong. I have reared this Eric from a babe, and I know his heart well. Now I tell thee this, that whatever Eric has done or left undone, naught of dishonor is on his hands. Mayhap Swanhild has deceived him. Thou art a woman, and thou knowest well the arts which women have, and the strength that Freya gives them. Well thou knowest also, of what breed this Swanhild came, and perchance thou canst remember how she dealt with thee, and with what mind she looked on Eric. Perchance thou canst remember how she plotted against thee and Eric, ay, how she thrust thee from Goldfoss brink. Say then, wilt thou take her word? Wilt thou take the word of this witch-daughter of a witch? Wilt thou not think on Groa, her mother, and of Groa's dealings with thy father, and with Una, my kinswoman? As the mother is, so shall the daughter be. Wilt thou cast Eric aside, and that unheard? There is no more room for doubt, mother, said Gudruda. I have proof of this, that Eric has forsaken me. So thou thinkest, child, but I tell thee that thou art wrong. Eric loves thee now as he loved thee aforetime, and will love thee always. Would that I could believe it, said Gudruda. If I could believe that Eric still loved me, I... Even though he had been faithless to me, I would die ere I wed Ospecker. Thou art foolish, Gudruda, and thou shalt rue thy folly bitterly. I am outworn, and death draws near to me. Far from me now are hates and loves, hopes and fears. But I know this, that woman is mad who, loving a man, weds where she loves not. Shame shall be her portion, and bitterness her bread. Unhappy shall she live, and when she comes to die— but as a wilderness, but as the desolate winter snow, shall be the record of her days. Now Gudruda wept aloud. What is done is done, she cried. The bridegroom sits within the hall. The bride awaits him in the bower. What is done is done. I may hope no more to be saved from Osbecker. What is done is done, yet it can be brought to nothing. But soon that shall be done which may never be undone. Gudruda, fare thee well. Never shall I listen to thy voice again. I hold thee shameless, thou unfaithful woman, who in thy foolish jealousy art ready to sell thyself to the arms of one thou hatest. Ho! Carls, come hither! Bear me hence! Now the men came in and took up Savuna's chair. Gudruda watched them bear her forth. Then suddenly she sprang from her seat and ran after her into the hall, weeping bitterly. 
Now, as Savuna, Eric's mother, was carried out, she was met by Osbecker and Bjorn. "'Stay,' said Bjorn. "'What does this Carlin here? And why weeps Gudruda, my sister?' The men halted. "'Who calls me Carlin?' said Savuna. "'Is the voice I hear the voice of Bjorn, Asmund's son?' "'It is my voice truly,' said Bjorn. "'And I would know this, and this would Osbecker, who stands at my side, know also.' Why thou comest here, Carlin, and why Gudruda weeps? Gudruda weeps because she has good cause to weep, Bjorn. She weeps because she has betrayed her love, Eric Brighteyes, my son, and is about to be sold in marriage. To be sold to thee, Osbecker Blacktooth, like a heifer at a fair. Then Bjorn grew angry and cursed Savuna, nor did Osbecker spare to add his ill words. But the old dame sat in her chair, listening silently till all their curses were spent. "'Ye are evil, the twain of you,' she said. "'And ye have told lies of Eric, my son. "'And ye have taken his bride for lust and greed, "'playing on the jealous folly of a maid "'like harpers on a harp. "'Now I tell you this, Bjorn and Ospecker. "'My blind eyes are opened, "'and I see this hall of Middelhof, "'and, lo, it is but a gore of blood. "'Blood flows upon the board, "'blood streams along the floor, "'and ye, ye twain, lie dead thereon. "'and about your shapes are shrouds, "'and on her feet are hellshoon. "'Eric comes, and Whitefire is aloft, "'and no more shall ye stand before him, "'whom ye have slandered, "'than stands the birch before the lightning-stroke. "'Eric comes. "'I see his angry eyes. "'I see his helm flash in the door-place. "'Red was that marriage-feast "'at which sat Una, my kinswoman, "'and Asmund thy father. "'Redder shall be the feast "'where sit Gudruda thy sister and Osbecker. The wolf howls at the door, Bjorn. The grave worm opens his mouth. Trolls run to and fro upon thy threshold, and the ghosts of men speed hellwards. Ill were the deeds of Groa. Worse shall be the deeds of Groa's daughter. Red is thy hall with blood, Bjorn, for white fire is aloft, and I tell thee ere it comes. And with one great cry she fell back, dead. Now they stood amazed and trembling in their fear. "'Savuna hath spoken strange words,' said Bjorn. "'Shall we be frightened by a dead hag?' quoth Osbecker, drawing his breath again. "'Fellows, bear this carrion forth, or we fling it to the dogs.' Then the men tied the body of Savuna, Thorgrimmer's widow, Eric's mother, fast in the chair, and bore it thence. But when at length they came to Coldback, they found that Swanhild was there, with all her following, and had driven Eric's grieve and his folk to the fells. But one old Carlin, who had been nurse to Eric, was left there, and she sat wailing in an outhouse, being too weak to move. Then the men set down the corpse of Savuna in the outhouse, and, having told all their tale to the Carlin, they fled also. That night passed, and passed the morrow, but on the next day at dawn Eric Brighteyes and Scalagrim Lambstail landed near Westman Isles. They had made a bad passage from Fares, having been beat about by contrary winds, but at length they came safe and well to land. Now this was the day of the marriage feast of Gudruda the Fair and Osbecker, but Eric knew nothing of these tidings. "'Where to now, lord?' said Scalagrim. "'To cold back first to see my mother, if she yet lives, and to learn tidings of Gudruda, then as it may chance.' Near to the beach was a yeoman's house. Thither they went to hire horses, but none were in the house, for all had gone to Gudruda's marriage feast. In the home meadow ran two good horses, and in the outhouses were saddles and bridles. They caught the horses, 
saddled them, and rode for Coldback. When they had ridden for something over an hour, they came to the crest of a height, whence they could see Coldback in the marsh. Eric drew rein and looked, and his heart swelled within him at the sight of the place where he was born. But as he looked, he saw a great train of people ride away from Coldback towards Middlehoff, and in the company of a woman wearing a purple cloak. "'Now what may this mean?' said Eric. "'Ride on, and we shall learn,' answered Skallagrim. So they rode on, and as they rode Eric's breast grew heavy with fear. Now they passed up the banked way through the home meadows of the house, but they could see no one, and now they were at the door. Down sprang Eric and walked into the hall, but none were there to greet him, though a fire yet burned upon the hearth. Only a gaunt hound wandered about the hall, and seeing him, sprang towards him, growling. Eric knew him for his old wolfhound, and called him by his name. The dog listened, then ran up and smelt his hands, and straightway howled with joy and leapt upon him. For a while he leapt thus, while Eric stared around him, wondering and sad at heart. Then the dog ran to the door and stopped, whining. Eric followed after him. The hound passed through the entrance, across the yard till he came to an outhouse. Here the dog stopped and scratched at the door, still whining. Eric thrust it open. Lo, there before him sat Savuna, his mother, dead in a chair, and at her feet crouched the carlin, she who had been Eric's nurse. Now he grasped the doorpost to steady himself, and his shadow fell upon the white face of his mother and the old carlin at her feet. End of chapter. Recording by Brett Downey.